Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Highest Trails Above! One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And with us is very special guest, Sarah Bassick, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, Sarah Bassick and I have known each other since we were 18 years old. So you can vouch for her? Yep. Yep. She's... (laughs) You've known each other for five years. (laughs) For five years. Um, Long time. (laughs) And uh, Sarah Bassick has played in, like, how many bands do you think you've played in in your Mm, life? Maybe, like, six or seven. Six or seven, okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So she knows her way around a band. All right. (laughs) Yeah. And I I remember when you, Molly, Mm -hmm. said, oh, we should totally get Sarah on here. She has, like... An enormous poster for of Joey Ramone or something like that. Am I making that up? Well... Is that in my mind? Sarah no? Bassick and I have been, like, we... She was my college roommate. Okay. Okay? So, Sarah has always been really into music. And I would say, Sarah, that you taught me a lot about music and punk rock music. And your knowledge of punk rock music is pretty deep and vast. Would you say yeah, that, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's been an so. interest of mine for... Yeah. Many years. Many, yes. many years. Many, many years. So, so when it comes to somebody to talk about this band, The Ramones, I thought, you know, it would be great at that. Right. <laughs> also, not That's for right. nothing, uh, but it's, I'm glad uh, she's our first woman guest. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So... That's been a, and that's, you know they have a lot of songs with women's names in them, so yeah, they, they sure do. Yeah, we owe it. We yeah. owe it to them. We owe it to women to have uh, a woman yeah, on sure. the podcast. <laughs> well, okay. So today we're talking about the song "Highest Trails Above." Uh, this is coming off of 1983's "Subterranean Jungle." So, uh, who wants to start? Uh, I will. I'll say that this song was written by Dee Dee Ramone. Great. And I gave it. Sarah, I don't know if you know, but we always have a song category for these. We. I mean me. Okay. Um, I play along too, fella. You you placate my feelings. It's great. Um, This one was a hard one. This was a hard one to do, but I gave it love slash mental illness. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And mostly by way of the fact that there wasn't a, like, this is about the afterlife type thing. Yeah. But it also seems like he's... Like, I was sort of extrapolating. I was like, he's going to a greater place and he's escaping all this pain. So I'm like, yeah, probably from mental illness. Mental illness seems like a catch-all for most. I yeah. In there. Or, or drug addiction. I could throw that out there, possibly. That I don't know. Like Dee's not really a, a drug type. <laughs> oh, no. Not you get, you get that vibe from him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this song was played by the Ramones live 31 times. Okay. Uh, according to the website that we quote often, which, and I'm sorry I don't have his Twitter handle right here, but somebody online actually said they don't think every one of the Ramones shows that it's ca- is captured fully, so it may okay. be more than 31 times. Oh, wow, okay. I mean, we're, I don't know how professionally done setlist.fm is. They're, I don't know if they have a grant from the government to be like, <laughs> capture every rock no. concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just some guy. Who's yeah. working really hard. Uh, but yeah, he has it 31 times. Um, uh, according to... Uh, I'm getting through the facts here, Sarah, sorry. Um, 
I like facts. Yeah, we like to start with a lot of facts. Yeah. Oh, a lot of facts. Uh, no, but it does seem like we know what we're talking about. But uh, this is like previously on our show. But according to CJ Ramon, yeah, this the is CJ Ramon, the... who's been on yes. our show, yes. But he said that this of, was... of the Ramones of the Day podcast. Yeah, CJ <laughs> Ramones of the Day. Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, no, you might he... know him from the podcast. <laughs> Ramones of the Day. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, he said uh, he said that this was the song that Johnny Ramone highlighted as one that he was most proud of, technically speaking. That like the guitar part on this, he was awesome, most proud of. Well, I mean, I even had a note about the guitar bits, which we'll get to maybe is later. It a fact. But... <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> There are some. That is a fact. No, I had only yeah. I had only one other fact, and then we can get out of school. Okay. Well, maybe um, we have some facts, Philip. You ever think about that? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> hit me with facts. Well, no. Finish up your facts. Let's okay. hear the girl facts. <laughs> Sarah, would you like to throw out any facts yeah, you that any you facts? learned? Well, you know, I um, actually was very into the album cover of Subterranean Jungle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not exactly about that song but i did look up the album cover and i was like this is pretty cool i mean it's just them sitting like in a new in the new york subway with yeah. all this graffiti around them yeah i really i really liked that um so, so the song sorry go ahead no go ahead <laughs> oh i was just gonna say it's funny that you mentioned the guitar bards because when I was trying to pick out who i thought was the star of this song i would have said johnny for sure awesome yeah. Okay. Because of the guitar bits. Yeah. The real yeah. nice guitar bits. That was my yes, quote. They were nice. <laughs> They're super nice. Nice. Um, well, nice. this is Marky on drums. Yep. Um, Marky on drums. Marky on drums. And just to take it back to the um, album cover, mm-hmm. Sarah, um, they <laughs> do have. They did pick the picture with Marky sitting alone. In inside the train while they were like all on the door because yeah. like really they they fired him like immediately after that oh, happened. And okay, it was kind of like a weird way to like show it's, that he's on the way out, which is I think so it's weird. Called salt, it's called salt in the wound. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. of salt in the wound. They're not very tactful, those guys. No, especially with seem each like other. They were nice. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I still uh, love them though. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Really? Me too. I mean, yeah. Uh, I had one other interesting <laughs> bit of trivia, which yeah. is that uh, on Dee Dee's headstone, there's a quote from this song, which is the I oh, feel wow. so safe flying on a ray on the highest trails above. Wow. His headstone also says at the bottom, okay, I gotta go now. <laughs> and you saw that when we went to the Hollywood Forever thing? I did. You can look it up, too. Awesome, but yeah. awesome. But yeah, it's weird. Just pro- it seems no, I like- think that's beautiful. I think this song is very beautiful, and um, you know, there's a lot going on in this song. I think it can be open to interpretation, but yeah. it is a very poetic, um, you know. I can't say I thought of it as like the afterlife until I was it was mentioned to me. Yeah, I always yeah. kind of threw it out as as I think many people do, which is just like, oh, it's like a trippy DD song. Yeah, where he's like lost. Yeah. In the dream, and he mentions Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it barely rhymes. <laughs> Well, um, do we want to get into how we feel about yeah, this song? Okay, absolutely. Well, Sarah, how do you feel about this song? You know, I had never really listened to this song a lot, really, before I um, was, you know, before you guys told me about it. And I did enjoy it, but I just kind of find that I, it was a little bit too uh, kind of touchy-feely for me for the Ramones like you're talking about like these poetic lyrics um in the afterlife like I 
I think that their lyrics are all, you can always read a lot into them. They're really interesting and weird. But I think when it gets into the realm of like the afterlife, I don't know if I want to hear Ramon songs about that, to be honest with you. No, that was going to be I mean, I liked the song. I put like it. I didn't put love it. But yeah, I don't know. I was just like, it it just kind of didn't feel in line with like a lot of their other songs to me. Definitely. So you're, you're, what kind of Ramones do you like? Sarah, what's your favorite well, kind of Ramones? I, you know what I, I love is like lyrics to a song like Judy is a Punk, where it seems really simple, but then when you look at the lyrics, they're really weird, and you, you're kind of left wondering, like, what the hell is this about? You know? <laughs> you kind of like a more punk rock kind of Ramones? I do, I more do. More than this like emo Ramones? Yeah, I kind of like Emones. just the more straightforward, Emones. singing about like growing up in Queens and like, you know, being ruffians kind of remote. Well, I have a question then about this particular song because I, I kind of have the same feeling as you, Sarah, that it's, it is weird. It's weird lyrics anyway, but it's weird to hear from this band. Okay. And I was wondering, do you think that these, do you think that this song is hard like to get our brain around because of it coming from the Ramones or going against what we believe or, you know, hold them up to? Or is it just like these lyrics maybe don't do it for us? Like, where does it fall? Like, if, if somebody else, <laughs> if Bob Seger did this song, would, would you like it more or less? If, you know, That's like, a good point. I, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm opening up. I'm hoping either of you has any opinion about that. That'll fill like five minutes. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I love this song. Yeah? I yeah. really do. And I love, um, I'm... Almost done with Lobotomy, the Dee Dee Ramone um, autobiography. autobiography about cool. Ramones. Yes. <laughs> and um, it is just hitting that mark for me right now, like at the end of the book, and Dee Dee's talking about his regrets with his whole drug addiction and how he feels like he lost a lot of his life to not being grateful. And he's like coming to this point in his life where he starts, you know, just trying to be grateful and meditate and do all this stuff. And I don't know, there's something so sweet and beautiful and sad at the same time that I think is really captured very well by Dee Dee in this song. And it is poetic and dreamy and... Um, do you think it would... Do you think... Well, you love it anyway. Complex, but yeah. But do you think... Do you think maybe something that, like... I guess this is more a question for you and me, Sarah. That mm -hmm. uh, what we're butting up against is that this is sort of a personal song. Maybe it would have been... Maybe we would have liked it more had Dee Dee sung it himself as opposed to it's like hey joey i wrote this like sort of personal thing about hoping that i get to heaven yeah could you sing it it's right. yeah but obviously ask. it's something i mean i think joey does a great job on this song and i, don't I know <laughs> okay that's fair <laughs> yeah, that's fair well let's talk about great. let's talk about some other things in the song okay other things i liked I, this is one of the this is one of the times i'm starting to really the drums are starting to make themselves more known to me now that I've read so many of these autobiographies that yeah. really put personality to the instruments and mm -hmm. stuff. And I think Marky's drums on this are well-pronounced, but also really nice. I, and then the I guitar agree. bits on this are awesome. And it's like, holy crap, there's guitar bits happening on this song. And they're like, I wrote really nice. Really? <laughs> really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, I think the song's well-produced. It sounds great. It's a well-crafted song. Um, I, 
you know, it's a good point that you make that if Bob Seger uh, wrote this song, what would I think about it? And, you know, I was just looking at, and I don't mean to be snarky in any way, but I was just looking well, at, like, allowed to have opinions about Ramones, lyrics, right? and it just says, like, soaring like a superhero past the end of Disneyland, which, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, it's a little bit cheesy to me, a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I didn't know that background of Dee Dee kind of, like, later in life wanting to be more grateful and meditating. And I'm, you know, I'm all for that kind of stuff. Like, that's great. But do I want to hear a song about his personal journey into meditation? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know. It, I think it may actually speak to the earlier songs and the, maybe it's just the more we're getting into this and studying this and burying ourselves deep under it that I'm actually realizing it. But you, But I think... I think before doing this show, I thought it was much like the lyric content was much more imaginative. And I think it's way more autobiographical than we realized going in. I'm not saying that they're this girlfriends. This song specifically? Well, it, going into this song, but I mean, like, I feel like not that their girlfriends actually turned into slugs or whatever, but, well, but I think, but I think that there was in all of their songs, there's like some sort of autobiographical quotient and mm. this is one of those things where like yeah i don't it's not necessarily my favorite type of ramon song or or ramon song at all but mm. i i now can kind of see how it's like oh it maybe happened at a point in his life when he was like oh i'm getting into this so that's what i what i do is i sing about what i do you know that's how i express right. it well he's a very prolific writer Didi. Yeah. i mean i feel like he's writing about everything and anything and I don't know. That's what I do like about the Ramones to take it back to this. I, we say it like every single week, but like, I like that they have this complexity and I love that sure. there is like doo-wop remakes. And then there are these like poems, you know, yeah. it's, I don't know. I think that to me makes the band really special. Well, I, Sarah is going with like for the song. Yes. Molly says love. I will also say like, I'll be, that's fair. It's honest. And, I get to side with her. <laughs> uh, uh, I forget. Sarah, did you say most valuable? Do you have most valuable? Yeah, who's your stuff? who's your favorite? It would be this? Johnny. Okay. For sure. Johnny on guitar. Right. Yeah. Molly? Um, before I say who my favorite Ramon on this oh, is. Oh, a lot of tease. A lot of tease. Um, I just want to talk about lobotomy again for another second okay. here. So Dee Dee Ramon is such an interesting narrator because I've read all of these Ramones books that his retelling of the Ramones is almost like... The Ramones are happening, but it's not a story about the Ramones. It's a story about Dee Dee getting high. <laughs> like, the yes. whole book is just him, like, talking about this one time he got high, this other time he got high, this other time. And the Ramones are sometimes annoying him in the background. But um, I just, there was, like, this passage where in Marky's book, he talks about how their car broke down in the Everglades. And, you know, they almost yeah, make it back to the ride. gig and everybody's real mad. Well, Dee Dee tells the same story in his book, but just to get into his imagination, he goes one step further and says that the car sinks into a sand pit. And, like, that's, I think, the magic of Dee Dee Ramon is that he's always getting, like, just a little bit too specific. Like, that Disneyland thing. Like, there's right. one specificity that, like, I just didn't need. And no. it was like, yeah. it was like <laughs> right. why did you have to throw that in, Dee Dee? You know what I mean? Like, it was fine without it. 
But it's definitely Dee Dee because his imagination is so much of what built the Ramones. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like everybody brought something and Dee Dee definitely brought his imagination. And that's why he was a cocaine addict, drug addict, heroin addict, mm-hmm. quaaludes maniac. And they still kept like kept begging him to write songs for them, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Is that your, no, no, that, <laughs> yeah, is that D-D. your speech? You're voting for, oh, sure. Because he wrote it. Because he wrote it. Yeah, that makes sense. For sure. Uh, I am going to split it, and I'm going to say Marky. Great. Um, because, for a couple sort of politically sounding reasons. Yeah. But one is, we, Molly and I kind of noticed for ourselves that we often don't praise Marky during the good songs. Yeah. Like, we've often thrown it to him and like, oh, this one, well, Marky. Yeah. Right. But I think, I, I feel like I had the same note someone said, I think Molly said earlier about the drums being really good. And I feel like he just was in kind of the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. for, for, like, being on some killer track. Yeah. It was like, he just, right. you know, just, well, I mean, it worked, I mean, worked out okay for him, but it's not... Yeah, Marky's such an insane drum player. But I noticed it really well. Yeah. So I'm giving it to him. Yeah. Uh, does anybody else have any last thoughts about The Highest Trails Above? Well, I just wanted to comment again on what you just said about Marky, was that... Um, it's almost like everyone in the Ramones. It's such a like ensemble cast of a band. Totally. Where it's a his drums are good because you don't notice them. If you notice them, yeah. then it would ruin the song. You know, yeah. um, it has to like meld completely together. Everything has to work together, or else it's not a Ramones song. <laughs> so that is that's well said. Well yeah, said. That's kind of what we thought too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> But it's hard to pick we up. We knew you'd work out great, Sarah. Oh, yeah. I this, <laughs> this hiring worked out great. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, that's going to wrap it up for us this week on Highest Trails Above. You can find us at Ramones Podcast yeah. on Twitter. Sarah, you want to throw your Twitter out to the interwebs? Um, no, I don't do Twitter, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't find her. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Look me up under Sarah Bassett. Boom. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining us today. And uh, join us next time. We will be discussing Howling at the Moon or Sha La 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 on Ramones of the Day. <laughs> <laughs>